Hello, uh, it's Stick to Sports with Sean and Ryan. He's Sean. Say hello, Sean. Hey. And I'm Ryan, so those are, that's the two people in the title. Uh, we are here doing, I think, our fifth episode? Or yes. Four? I can never this remember. It's, I know. You gotta, it's like an you, obvious problem with me. That you, gotta, you, you gotta get it straight. This is number five. Maybe it's a thing we should talk about before the show when we talk for like ten minutes about the various things we're going to talk about. Maybe the subject of what number is this should come up because I'm bad at intros otherwise. Probably. It, it really probably doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. But I, this is five. Five it is. So, uh... I guess the the big thing that that I that we were just talking about in the pre-show rap sesh, haha, <laughs> let's never call it that again, um, was the uh, this this guy. I don't know if everybody saw it. I assume everybody saw it because I saw it. Uh, this guy who is very upset about the new Ghostbusters movie. Mm-hmm. He is furious to the point. I I don't want to like give this guy too many plugs or whatever, but he seems to have this whole big thing, uh, where he just reviews geek movies, right? And he, and he loves the geek culture and all this stuff. I'm sure he subscribes to like whatever that Geek Box service is that I can't remember the name of. I, it's actually called Geek Box. Yeah, it I might think. as well be where they just send you like. $20 worth of shit they found in the back of a comic book shop that nobody bought every month. Right. Yeah, it's just it's just like boxes of Aquaman figures every <laughs> every week or whatever, just low level low level comic book garbage. You guys like the Walking Dead TV show, right? Well, we uh, have a bunch of t-shirts that got printed up with the word Carl on it and we're sending it. it to you. Get it? It's the kid's name. Yeah. Everybody likes that. Um but yeah, so this guy does Basically, like the Chris Hardwick version of whatever that is, but for things he has seen recently, I guess. Right. And this week, though, Ghostbusters 2016, no review. I refuse. That is the actual title of his YouTube video. Right. I, like he launched, he launched a preemptive strike against against the Ghostbusters. Yeah, movie. the movie doesn't come out for another like month. I don't think I haven't seen a single review of it. Right. And this this dude is not. This dude is not watching screener copies out of it, or 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 getting in, or getting into you know no. reviews or, or or anything like that. He's as many of these guys have done, by the way, with the Ghostbuster uh, sequel with the all all woman cast. They just coincidentally seem to hate it. Yeah, it's really and, and isn't that a crazy coincidence that they all say, "Look, it has nothing to do with the fact that they're all women. Nothing to do with that." But they're right. all. Coincidentally, they are all not old white guys who were right. in the thing I liked when I was twelve years old or whatever, and Ugh. so therefore I now hate them. And look, I'll say this: I was originally kind of excited for the Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, the new the one. trailer. The trailer is don't, terrible. Don't care for it, and and I, and I still, you know, I'm still. Those are there's a lot of funny people that are working together on that movie. So you I know. love Kate McKinnon. I love she's fantastic. She's fantastic. I, I like, love Leslie Jones. Like these are all women. I I like every Paul Feig movie. You know, like right. these are these are hitting a lot of notes for me that I enjoy. I like the original Ghostbusters movie. I kind of think it's not as good as everybody acts like it is, but it's good. Yeah. And I not the trailer trailer the trailer. Worrisome. The trailer made you nervous. That was yeah. that was for cause. It, it was not. It was not great. I'm gonna see it. I'm probably gonna see it opening day, for sure. And I'm probably gonna walk out of there going, "That was pretty good." I'd be I'd be stunned if if I didn't end up liking it. But you know, again, trailer not great. Yeah, yeah. But it just all of this shit circles back to the idea that like nothing is ever good enough. For these friggin' dweebos who are out, <laughs> who are out here like, well, we should get a Captain America movie, and then you get a Captain America movie. Well, that Captain America movie wasn't good enough, right? Like, well, was it better than the no Captain America movie you had four years ago? Because it seems like that is better than nothing. Okay, like, but but here, listen, uh, you are you are somebody who has carved out a niche for yourself by. By uh by ripping on just on stuff though, 
Like, is that there. is there cognitive dissonance there for you? I I don't I don't think there has to be, but you shit on stuff with with, with regularity. Yeah. Uh, oh, totally. But with that having been said, if I was like, hey, I want, I, I don't know, name a thing that I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it's so ha- that- it, it so happens that you write professionally about things you tend to you think things you tend to dislike. I, I mean, that's true. Tend to dislike everything. I mean, honestly, I don't. There is. I, no, that's not true though, because I, I've had this I've had this conversation about, about you with other people. Oh like, boy, you like. No, I like you like you like a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You're very positive about 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 plenty of things. Sure. You're not you're not positive about Jeremy Roenick or no. whatever because right. there's no real reason to be. We'll talk about that later, I guess. Um but like the Jeremy Roenick thing specifically we'll talk sure. about. But um what what I mean is I guess like if I was saying for for literally decades, let's say Get Jeremy Roenick off TV, right? Like, if we're going to use that example. If I was saying that for decades, and then they got Jeremy Roenick off TV and replaced him with somebody who's not Jeremy Roenick, <laughs> right? Like, whoever it is, it doesn't matter. And Kate I was, McKinnon. It, or whoever. Like, And I was still like, well, this sucks. Like, this isn't as good as it used to be. Right. Or this isn't living up to whatever expectations I've built up in my mind. Like, yeah, you you got you got what you asked for, buddy. Right, and I I would therefore be wrong to say that. Like I'm not saying another thing I recently wrote about was in the NHL the Department of Player Safety has been dog shit for years. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Um and so if I said, "Hey," or I I'll rephrase. I have been saying for years, "Hey, they should start suspending more people for more things, and when they suspend people, they should give out more games. Right? Sure. And so yeah. if they started doing that, which they're never going to, but if they did, and then I was like, Well, this is too many games. Right. You know, that would that is the that is the difference I, I see between it's what I do and what these guys do. Uh, you're right. And it's and it's people who I think a guy like this, and you can watch this video, by the way, at at the daily dot dot com. The headline of it is Brave, not sexist movie critic refuses to watch the new Ghostbusters. So you can sort of, sort of see the the tack this guy's taking. I, I think a lot of this this is a lot of uh, I, I, a guy like him. And, and you just alluded to this. I mean, what do you think he wanted ten years ago? He he wanted a geek culture takeover, right? And now and it's he got it. and he got it, and it, and and now it's everywhere, and now it's it's uh, it's far flung to the point where seems like every second movie that comes out is you know if not a comic book movie then then a comic book adjacent movie or a geek culture sort of sort of touchstone and now it's like you know the war's over and this guy won and you know now he's trying to redictate the terms i think it's very funny this 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 guy i i've never seen him before but no nor oh, i oh boy this movie's existence means we now, quote, have to refer to the original as the 1984 Ghostbusters. No, that's not true at all. You refer to it as Ghostbusters. Like, what? Oh, boy. Yeah, it, it, it's one of these. Okay, I'll, I'll give you another example, right? One of my favorite movies of all time. The movie I have absolutely seen more than I have ever seen any other movie is Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. right? It came out when I was 10 years old. Or nine, maybe. I can't remember now. But if it was your favorite movie, you would know how old you were when it came out. I was either nine or ten. I'm telling you this for <laughs> that's, sure. That's not good enough, but okay. You're right. You're, you're probably right. But came out in, it came out in 92. 92 let's say you, is let's what say I were, thought. I was, I was nine, nine years old. You know what? Nine and a half split the difference. <laughs> Swish. Um, but, yeah, so I was nine when it came out. It was about dinosaurs. It is canon at this point that I am a big dinosaur enjoyer. <laughs> yes, you you love dinosaurs. I you really would be you do. would see like that's 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 like example A. If you wrote about dinosaurs instead of hockey, you know. It would be well the here's tone, the thing. The tone would be much, much different. <laughs> here's the thing. 
I go to museums a lot, and I hear what other people say about dinosaurs, and I disagree that the tone would be all that different. I scowl a lot at people. <laughs> hey, Ryan, I think the Jurassic Park, uh, I think it could happen. Here's... I have so many reasons it couldn't uh-huh. happen, Sean. No, it, it, I think it could, in it my could, opinion. We, first of all, DNA has a half-life of, like, a few no, 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 no. In my opinion, Jurassic Park could be real. It's possible. It could, because even if we could clone dinosaurs from their DNA, you we can't. have no way of cloning no, in I've, eggs. We can only clone in utero. So we'd have to have something that gives birth to dinosaurs, and that doesn't. That doesn't work either. I disagree. Those are the two big hurdles. There are a bunch of other smaller hurdles that we would have to get over. I, I, I disagree with you. I think dinosaurs could come to be in the exact fashion of Jurassic Park. Fair enough. You know Continue. what? You're right. Pro- proceed. Um, and as we say this, I just got an email from the American Museum of Natural History asking me to upgrade my membership. So... There we go. I have a museum or a museum membership to a museum four hours away. <laughs> that was I, I saw Wachinski uh, last week or whatever, and uh, we were talking about. I guess we were talking about about the podcast or whatever. And he was like, "Yeah, I gotta." He's like, "Maybe I just I'll run into Ryan next time he's in the city looking at dinosaurs." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. He does do that, you know, once a month or whatever. Every couple of months, I'll make a trip for sure." Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, but if I said all my life, up until the age of whatever this guy is, let's say 38. He's 35. It, 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 says, it says in the lead in. Okay. 35 years old. So two years from now, if I had never <laughs> had a movie about dinosaurs, right? And then they gave me Jurassic Park and I was like, well, technically... They couldn't get, like, if I was nitpicking that thing, and therefore that movie shouldn't exist, Here, was okay, my here's point. A, here's a, here's a question. Did you nitpick Jurassic World? Well, here's what I would say. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, but I did, and I didn't like Jurassic World, but not for the reasons related to the dinosaur problems. These were characterization problems. Also, this was a sequel that I wasn't asking for. You it's know true. what I mean? Um, I, I saw The Lost World... And I saw Jurassic Park 3. I didn't care for them. I think they're fine. And I think, honestly, Jurassic World is fine. There are great parts of it that are just as good. But, overall, if, like, they rebooted Jurassic Park, I would still go see it. Yeah, I'd probably still have problems with it, but I wouldn't be like, this is an outrage, and I'm so mad that here's a YouTube video about it from... Like, and, you know, not, think, not to buy into a cliche, but obviously a basement. I think, I, I think my favorite part about Jurassic World was how sound the science was on it. <laughs> because, oh boy. right? Because this could definitely happen. Listen, it couldn't happen, though. <laughs> it definitely could. That, that big dinosaur, the, the, the big, really, 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 uh. Oh, Indominus Rex. That dinosaur. Very real. By the way, could, I saw Jurassic World twice. Yeah, I think I, I, I just saw it once. Once once that that poor the poor administrative assistant when she got like triple eaten by, <laughs> by whatever yeah. by uh when she got dropped by a pterodactyl into into the, the mouth of the uh, yeah right I, uh, yes, I, that was yeah I, I was like I was like I, I don't think I need to see this again. Yeah, no, I saw it twice. So so, but again. I'm not sitting here going, no one should see this movie. Like, if you want to see Jurassic World, hey, that's fine. I generally am not one to be like, you should... Again, I watch The Big Bang Theory every week, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not out here getting up on a soapbox about what you should and shouldn't enjoy in your life. For the most part. I mean, sometimes, right? you know, good taste intervenes, but... Again, I, I I would agree with you, but the the Big Bang Theory thing really really throws me off because that's I mean just I I I'm of the mindset that you know you just just like just like whatever you like and yeah. and try and try not to and a very big part of that is to try not to uh, try not to piss on the good times of people who are trying to like other stuff. So mm-hmm. if it, and that's sort of that's that's the that's the uh, commandment that this guy violates because it's like. Dude, I don't. He again. Ugh. He's mad 
in he Bus- was five years old when Ghostbusters came out. Right. Like, like, what do you, what do you want? These aren't these movies aren't. Not everything can be for you directly. One hundred percent. So much is for this guy at this point. Yeah, I know. Like Just- he has a YouTube channel that I'm sure if I clicked on it, and I'm not going to, but if I um, if I clicked on it. I'm sure it would just be like, here's all my problems with Civil War and why it didn't subscribe to the canon of the Marvel films. And like, uh, okay, bro, but like, you're, you got, not only did these people get like comic book movies, comic book movies became the biggest movies. Right. Like the last right. five Marvel movies, I think, have probably made like a combined eight and a half billion dollars right yeah right like, I mean, do we need do we need two thor movies like probably well we have another one coming too oh, not yeah two two with a third on the way i mean yeah and they're not good like i again i've seen them all i don't particularly enjoy them but you know you see you see movies when they're popular or whatever and it i get i i'm like i'm way off the i'm way off the off the train on on marvel movies man like i i uh I haven't I haven't seen a ton of them over the last couple of years, um, because I don't enjoy them that much. So I think again, <laughs> my my stance is that they are fine and occasionally yeah. more enjoyable than fine. You know what I mean? Like there are there are moments in Civil War that are legitimately very fun, mm-hmm. but overall, like this is asking me to care about two characters who are just assholes. You know what right. I mean? Like Iron Man versus Captain America. Like I, they're both wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's asking you to choose a side, and I'm sitting there going, "All these people should just be in jail." Like right. they've they've destroyed multiple cities at this point. Yeah, and I don't know. It, it 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 even makes the point in the movie that I'm making, where it's like, "Yeah, all of you are dipshits." I I mean, but see, that's why like I I've enjoyed the smaller ones, like. Because there's not that weird cloud hang over the head, like, oh, hey, we get to watch, we get to watch another large city get completely destroyed. Like that's that's become, and that's not a new criticism no, or, yeah. or, any, or, or anything close to it. But it, at some point, like, and and with with uh, with Avengers movies and the Captain America movies, and like like fine, you expect it to an extent. But it's nice to see whenever whenever the stakes are a little bit lower. Yeah, like I I, I just I I want to. I went small character driven Marvel movies, I guess. Yeah, I, and I mean like which is which is the great idiotic. news that's is a, that you kind of can get them at this mm-hmm. point. Like they make they just print money anyway, so they can say, "Hey, go make this weird ass movie with like the 80s soundtrack or whatever." Mm-hmm. And it's Guardians of the Galaxy and it's one of the biggest movies of the year. They can say, "Go make this like small, basically like a heist movie." Mm-hmm. And it's Ant-Man and Right, exactly. It's it's got narrative problems or whatever, but it's mostly fun and you don't have to think too hard about it. But also you get Captain America the Winter Soldier, which is about like the global surveillance state, right? And and right. Ba- and basically Which Civil I liked. War. I liked. I I, yeah, I thought that, I mean, that, that of all of those Cat Winter Soldier was Winter Soldier was is my by favorite. far the best Marvel movie. Um and I love like, like I'm just a total total Marvel uh, comic book movie, like dilettante. Like I'm like like I just kind of flit in and out and yeah I don't I don't know anything about these characters pick the ones stories or yeah. what they're supposed to be doing quote unquote but but I do I do know a lot about the Ghostbusters characters <laughs> and uh, yeah I'm I'm like I'm I'm excited to see what happens and it, and it, the point of it though and and what this guy seems to reject which is hilarious is that if it's bad if if this movie comes out and it's terrible it is not going to affect the amount i enjoyed ghostbusters when i was seven years old at all at all it has no effect on it and you have you have this dude out here talking about how he's happy that harold harold ramis didn't didn't survive to see it i mean like jesus christ get your get get your get your life together buddy like harold ramis Something tells me that Harold Ramis would much rather survive to to watch the bastardization of of a Ghostbusters series than 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 die than Especially die young and die tragically. Harold Ramis, you know, probably gets a pretty big check out of this. You know, yeah, right. the estate yeah. of Harold Ramis at exactly. this point. Exactly. So, he like like if 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 the movie sucks, like whatever, he can buy another house. So he, right. he doesn't care. Yeah, and and you know, to to some extent, I I understand like. Th- 
for an, another great example to, to bring up Game of Thrones yet again is I didn't go in with any particular investment in the books. I hadn't read them. And I watched the first season and I loved it and I bought all the books and I read all the books mm-hmm. and I loved the books probably even more than I loved the show, right? And so for a while there I was going, oh, well, what this what this is doing is different from the books and therefore bad. Mm-hmm. And then I s- kind of was like, yeah, but you know, what do I want, a 40-episode season? Like, that's what it would need to be to have everything. And, you know, we've seen faithful, like, super faithful adaptations of things before, and they're usually not very good, right? Mm -hmm. So at some point I was just like, let the Game of Thrones TV people do whatever they want. Yeah, right. It's not going to affect how I enjoy the books or whatever, or, like, the amount I read the Wiki of Ice and Fire on you know a weekly basis or whatever it's sure it's totally fine with me and the fact that this this current season is now past where the books are i'm just sitting back and i'm like this is fun and cool and whatever and the books will be materially different and i'm good with that right i mean you just hope that you hope that the stuff gets put in the hands of the right people it certainly seems like paul feig and and that cast is the right group of people for ghostbusters and and uh, I mean, look at Christopher Nolan. Look what he did. Look at what he did with Batman. They're I mean, not, I, 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 don't I know, like I know, movies, I know, yeah. I know. You don't like those movies. That's fine. But they were they were well received and liked and liked by many of people. Yeah, like, of course. Like like by many people, and and it's largely because they were put in the hands of of uh, of decent filmmakers. And yeah. you can say the same for Game of Thrones now. And if you look at Batman and Superman, it's. It's the opposite. Not Zack so Snyder really seems Zack Snyder really seems to not know what he's doing. So those so those films are suffering. It's not it's not it's not an, an, an inherently uh, dangerous thing to remake these movies. You just got to make sure that that they're given to the right people. Yeah, so, and, yeah, and this, as long as like Melissa McCarthy isn't coming into your house like with a machine gun and taking all your copies of Ghostbusters, I, right? Which right? is possible. That's possible, but but it's 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 unlikely. Frankly, I, I would enjoy it if that happened. Just I, like to see this guy's reaction video would, uh, I, would I bring watched, me endless I, joy. I watched Bridesmaids over the weekend. It was on USA. I watched it for the you know ten thousandth time or yeah. whatever it was. And man, she was she was spectacular in that. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I saw Spy this summer twice as right. well, and. She's so funny in that movie. I, it was and it, it was, was really good. I watched I watched it recently. I think it was on HBO Go or 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 whatever. Like I just came back on a Saturday night and watched it. And I loved it. That was a great movie. Jason Statham, great. Jude Law, great. It was it was it was fun. Rose it was silly. Is so funny in that movie. Yeah, absolutely, man. It was it was really good. Uh, there were some there were some good spot like comedic spy movies that have come out over the last couple of years. Did, have you seen Kingsman? Yes. It was like how great was that? That yeah, was I, I that was I like that's kind of the ideal. That's what James Bond movies should be for me. Uh, exactly. Where and James Bond in, movies are so serious. And, and I walked into that with zero expectation. Like I didn't I barely knew what it was and and was like holy hell, that was that was fantastic. And it and that's what I was thinking about when I watched the last Bond movie which was just a mess for a lot of different reasons. And yeah, that's 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 what you want. Yeah, like I mean, I watched these James Bond movies and I grew up not my they were my grandfather's favorite movies. I saw I've seen most James Bond movies like multiple times. They're not mm-hmm. good. They are not no. good and they're they're also like self-serious and I thought I thought I mean like Casino Royale was is the best Bond movie oh, of all time. Not even Obje- a question. Object- objectively speaking, like it's like nothing else is, nothing else is that close. So in this last movie, you had them, you know, just weird throwbacks to Roger Moore era stuff, and and uh, and Blofeld, the 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 uh, the Doctor Evil, you know, prototype uh, who ended up being played by Christoph Waltz. I mean, it, it was. It, it was like four different eras of Bond movies mixed into one, and maybe that's what they were trying to go for because it's Daniel Craig's last last go at it and whatever. Is it indeed, but, I didn't know that. I, I mean, I I think he he says it is. I, I there's no way to know for sure, but yeah. like I there was, no uh, yeah, really going out on a down note. Yeah, I know it's a bummer. It's a bummer. He he had 
he had two great ones. I thought Skyfall was awesome, mm, and I, obviously... I Skyfall to me was. I mean, I saw Home Alone. What do you, you know are, what I mean? Yeah, like what are you, uh, that's 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 kind of true. But like grading on grading on the curve, grading on oh on the James, grading on, on a curve, on, on yeah, James that's Bond like curve. a I mean, very high level two, James Bond movie. Right, two very high end movies. I thought Quantum of Solace was extreme, was extremely boring, and uh, and and. Uh, Jesus Christ! I, I just forgot the name of this Spectre. Uh, Spectre. I, I I thought Spectre was you know, like I it had false endings and all this stuff. I I didn't I didn't care for it. So this has been Sean and Ryan talk about James Bond movies. Again, we're we're really nailing all the movies that came out six months ago six or more. No, it's great. We know our oh. demographic is people who are extremely behind the times. It's probably it's probably kind of true. Um, here's okay. Here's something that that, that that just came out. This is new, and we can we can talk about this now. Is the Chance the Rapper uh, mixtape? Yes, that, that 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 came out last week. It's excellent. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> scoffing at my. No, no, no. I I tried to stifle a sneeze, and it came out. It did came not out very work for you. Came out very abnormally. It's true. Yeah, so 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 you're higher on on the chance on the chance record than I am, even I though say I'm that's not. True. Yeah. Why? You know, it, um, I I thought one of the maybe two or three songs that were like a super highlight of um, the new Kanye album mm-hmm. was that first one with Chance the Rapper, mm-hmm. um, and basically they said, okay, well here's a full album version of that. In terms right. of like how it was produced and everything. And I was like, ooh, yes, this is very much in my wheelhouse, it turns out. So um, I got something that I kind of wanted but didn't realize that I was super excited for it. And like, you know, I got I got five new records last week um, of varying quality. And uh, this one is the one that I was most like, whoa, I'm super glad I got this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I went on a walk and, and, and listened to all of it. And for the first five probably tracks, I was like, this is, this is fantastic. This is what I sort of thought to an extent that life of Pablo was going to be like. It's uh, you know, where, where, where Kanye talked it up as being, you know, super duper gospel churchy. Uh, and, and I don't think that's quite, what the finished product ended up being, but that's the main through line I think of 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 the Chance record is that it's it's a record about God and the fact that it and it resonated with me as a uh, fairly non-religious person. Yeah, same. Um, m- mainly because it, you know you you're listening to this, you're like, wow, I, I, I it it didn't make me want to <laughs> it didn't make me want to be religious, but but it in a weird way in a weird way it kind of did because I was like, oh, man, this this dude this dude it, has this all together in in, in a, a way that affirming in a way that's meaningful. Yeah, absolutely. In that way, um, where you know you you hear a song like Blessings, which he did on uh, on Jimmy Fallon, like as the premiere of the record or whatever, and you're like, oh, this guy like, you know very earnestly but not in a kind of pushy way that i feel like a lot of religious music Mm -hmm. comes off uh like he's just very earnestly like you know this is what i believe and i'm a very positive i i I read a review and i can't remember who uh who like who hosted it or whatever but basically it was like this is just a dude who like wishes everybody well yeah, you know, no, what I mean? and, like, and, that's, and, and I thought it, that was so great, and it came through so much on the record. It's too. completely true, and that's and that's an attractive part of the record, and and I and it's what makes me wish I I loved it like ten out of ten loved it. Yeah, but I don't, and I think this is this speaks to my taste, and I think to certain hangups that I have just with with uh, whether it's uh, it's it's mainly musicians, frankly, but I I don't like stuff that's. Uh, completely positive like there like there there needs to be some sort of conflict actually this is a little bit bad it is like like the just 
yeah, everything's really good, but some sh- some shits. I, I right, and, and that's I and, and that's because and, and that's because I'm I'm naturally like a, a fairly pessimistic person about about things, or or uh, I, the way I'd put it is like I'm pretty realistic about things. Yeah, like not not everything is great. And However, I'm not saying, and I'm not saying the rapper. What isn't going well for you? That's honestly that's, like that's completely true. That's you're completely true. Years and, old, you got back together with like your daughter's mother, right. and it seems like things are going bl- really and it's well. It's blowing up, and you're everything's rich, awesome. You have a lot of really famous friends who are well regarded in the industry. Totally. Um, yeah. Like, right. I mean, look at look at the, look at the guys. Look at the guys that 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 show up on this on this on this record. I mean, Kanye, like young... Little Wayne, Two Chains, Young Thug, Lil Yachty, right. like Bieber. Yeah. Future, T-Pain, like this no, is this, a crazy every, list of people. Everything's going great for this guy, but I, <laughs> so great, I'm happy for him, <laughs> but like, but that's why listening to it, I think as like a cohesive, uh, as a cohesive album by, by, uh, really by the Bieber song, I was like, okay, I need, I might need a break from this because, uh, you know, <laughs> for, for a lot of different reasons, stuff's going great for him. It's between like his success and his faith in God and how great his personal life is going and awesome and whatever. But uh, <laughs> I have stopped. I have stopped relating to this. And, 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 and I understand that and, for sure. In, in a lot of ways, and that's and that's and that's maybe not a great way to to approach uh, music or a great way to approach art. Like, but you, but I do, I do, I do look for for personal sort of connections and on that uh, level, maybe in, you in can just view it as aspirational. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, One it, day it, my it, life can be as good as Chance the Rappers. I know, right? So, so you know the but the vibe I got from some of it, man. I I was like, you know, him him talking about how awesome stuff is and and how much he's got together. It's it it had it had tones of being you know eighteen years old and coming home for Thanksgiving break from college and just thinking you know everything about everything. Yeah, and, it's it is pretty self satisfied, I guess. Yeah, right. right. So but like whatever. That dude should all should also probably be self satisfied. He yeah. should be very happy with himself because things, things are again, things are going unbelievably well for him. But having but having a bunch of uh and it's not a hundred percent positive. There's like weird little allusions to, you know, issues he's 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 had with pills and stuff over yeah. over the last couple of years. Like like he it's not like, you know, applesauce and in in sunshine you know from from the start but like after eight or nine or ten or ten tracks i'm like i need a break but the first but the first four uh basically you know especially especially the one with the, the wayne was on and and then really down to angels which is which was kicking around for a while i mean the, that's that's perfect those are that's a great that's great sequencing that's a great it's a great first seven songs of of the record. And I'm all, I'll also say this in defense of the Justin Bieber song and even like the later everybody kind of like you usually you listen to a hip hop record. Oh right, yeah, he needed a slow song. Like that's that's fine. Well, like, it's that not even was... that. Like I I think I think it super works as a slow song in the middle of it uh otherwise relatively high energy record, but m- more to the point like usually when you hear a song it, it's very tough for a, another artist who's not necessarily like in the same genre to mm-hmm. blend into it and mm-hmm. like i feel like t-pain on on his track and future on his and bieber on on that one like they're just kind of blending into the overall aesthetic of the record in a way that is really I, impressive to me i guess yeah no i i agree with that i i agree that i like I'm not a big two chains guy, but that no, was yeah. that was really good and like like whatever. It's 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 all it's all mm-hmm. fine. But uh yeah, I, I uh my eyes glazed over once I heard once I once I heard the Bieber it's once I maybe Bieber a little thing. too that's, slow that song. Well, but but that's that's the way it goes, listen to hip hop records. Like yeah, like it, like, it, like 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 you're gonna you're gonna come you're gonna come to the to, to the girl song. Like that's just the way that's the way that it works. That's the way it's worked for a million years. And those more often than not you know, it's a jarring tonal shift. So, so it ends up, you know, it's easy to get lost when, whenever that stuff happens. But no, man, I, I loved it. And I, I hope this dude makes a million dollars and, you know, his, his story is compelling. And, you and know, the fact I'll, that he gave I'll, it away, like I went to his website and bought a shirt just because I was like, oh, you, know yeah. what? you you can overcharge me for this shirt. It was like $35. Right. It's ridiculous. But I was like, also, you're not selling your records 
at all. So no, no. I mean, God, take the, God take bless, the money, God go with God. Like yeah. that's fine with me for sure. He he he's he's an artist, and uh, and I and I appreciate him, and you know I hope he keeps making records for for a million years. But it, this wasn't for me. It wasn't you know. It wasn't perfect, but that's fine. Like, yeah, what or, is though? Like, there's tough, very it's tough, few. It's tough to be perfect. Yeah. So, so, so I'm sitting here. You know, the big, the biggest complaint is like, yeah, he's too positive. It seems like it seems like he has to. He, he has it figured out too much. Right. That's a at that, 23. That, that's a. It's that's infuriating a, to see young people so talented. Ugh. I know. I know. Because I'm. Because I'm. Because I'm. Because I'm 30 in in a in a disaster. So so <laughs> it's, it's not fair. It's not fair that Chase is 23 or Ch- Ch- Chase Jesus Christ. The chance is 23 and has it has it together that way. But, yeah. yeah. And and the other the other big record that came out this week is obviously the new Radiohead, um, mm-hmm. which again I really like it a lot, and I was not prepared, not necessarily prepared to do so, given how much I disliked their yeah, their previous you don't- one. Yeah, you don't like you don't like Radiohead in general. No, is, I, is, I do enjoy true. Radiohead actually, uh, but King of Limbs was so bad that I kind of swore them off for a little while. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, I just I, I actually went to see them on that tour because I had never seen Radiohead before. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I didn't have a lot of time for for King of Limbs at all. But the new one is. Uh, it's just crazy. It's crazy that, that that was that long ago. By the way, like like what? Yeah, King when of, did that come out? Like 2013 or something? Yeah, and then they had another big gap before that. Because in Rainbows was like, wasn't it? in Rainbows was like 2008 or 2007? Yeah, 2011. King of Limbs. That can't be right. I, no, no, uh, that, a, that, that no, that, that sounds that feels that feels right. Now that I think about who I went to that concert with, that feels right. <laughs> Well, because I, I I couldn't go because they were they were playing in Charlotte and and I was out of town or something and and couldn't and couldn't make the show. But and, yeah, same deal. And yeah, in Rainbows was two thousand seven, so which was great. In in, in 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 Rainbows, Rainbows is, is my favorite Radiohead album. Um, yeah, by a, a, by a fairly I'm, decent margin, I think I would say. But yeah, I, I, I really like this one. It's. Um, it's very different from what I think I was expecting. It's really quiet, mm-hmm. um, but I really love it. So I don't know. I don't. I don't have as many thoughts, I guess, as I do about the Chance record. But uh, I, I just re- like. I, I just really like. like I, and I, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. You know, dived into that one quite yeah. in the way that in the way that I that I would have liked. But you know. I don't know. I'm glad that I'm glad that Radiohead's still still around and still still making records. Yeah, and like, again, it I, was like, a- I like I like I like the idea of Radiohead and enough to and an, enough to enough to carry me through this stuff, anyways. Yeah, for sure. Um, like I said, I don't have a ton of thoughts about it, but I'm glad the record exists. I really like it, and you know, it'll probably end up somewhere in like my top twenty-five at the end of the year. I don't know. Yeah, right. Um, and then I don't know if you got this record um it's kind it's like half out i think i think they gave it like a soft release of uh the new soso glows record are you Mm-mm. no i haven't i haven't listened yet I, I was unaware that that was that that was going on yeah that that's I, coming out that. i think officially next week um you can stream it on various streaming i think maybe the av club has it i don't really remember oh that's cool yeah i I was i was out of the loop over the weekend it is a strong record that uh i again another one i can't believe blowout their previous one came out so long ago but it did um and i was like i've been looking forward to this one for a while i'd seen them play uh play shows with this material and stuff mm-hmm. like that and I'm I'm just really glad this one came out cuz it's another one that's really really good. Mm-hmm. What um, what record is what record is Jeremy Roenick excited about right now? Oh, I don't know. Is there like a new um is there like a new Creed record out? I feel like he'd be a big <laughs> Creed guy. We need to I'm I I feel like we need like Nickelback and Creed need to stop being shorthand for bad music. But yes. I I don't disagree with you. Um, <laughs> I I think that that. But like honestly, he scans to me. Maybe Creed's a little too current for him because you know he's <laughs> he's probably pushing fifty at this point. I uh, oh here's here's a good one. I saw uh, I read something yesterday about um 
<laughs> since since this is Pittsburgh, uh, Nikki Six from Motley Crue. Oh, is, he's a huge Crue fan. He's a for sure huge Crue for fan. sure. And 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 Nikki Six has some you know side project that is putting out music now. So I'm I'm sure I'm sure Jr. is pretty pretty psyched about that. Yeah, yeah, um, th- yeah. So I I guess we'll we'll talk about sports. 40 minutes into the podcast at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jeremy Roenick, uh, Sean wrote a, a, a very good little thing yesterday about Jeremy Roenick basically said like, what was it in the second intermission or the first? I was kind of not watching because the, um, yeah, it was after, it was after the second period. Okay. So, Basically, he said Sidney Crosby doesn't care enough, and he needs to care more like Jonathan Drewen, who I'm, um, you know, check the tape. I'm sure three months ago he was saying this kid doesn't care and blah blah blah. So, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's just it's troublesome to me, like this kind of uh, this kind of like unbelievably surface level analysis is. I I think the funny the funniest part of all of that is that. If if Andre Vasilevsky doesn't make maybe the best save of the playoffs, Sid goes into that second intermission with a goal. Right. So so what does that mean? He's if if Vasilevsky's glove is is four inches up or down or in the in the other direction, like does that mean that Sidney Crosby's working hard? I, I guess. I yeah. Guess it no. Does. It, yeah. Exactly. It, it, it's. Sports mm-hmm. are always going to be a results-oriented business. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that we're always going to kind of view things through the lens. We being, like, the collective sports-watching audience is going to view things through the lens of, like, well, they won, didn't they? And Yeah, but that's but I'm, I'm okay with that to an extent. Like, I... Yeah, I, I'm, I, th- I think what I would say is I'm okay with that because that's like the, the system the that's season. the system that's the system that we have like like this isn't for sure yeah like it, so i i accept it and you know whatever and, and you, you got to base judgments based on on uh performances and in, in the framework that 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 you're given i think y- yes and no uh, what what i would say is like for example if you watch that game and Sidney crosby does score that goal nobody has a bad word to say about him right but that doesn't mean like he played a game that was good enough to score at least one goal, mm-hmm. if not more. Yeah. Right. And you, yeah, no, he 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 flat out should have had three in that. game. Yeah, he was unbelievable. He, he hit, right. He had a he was a he was a, a you know kind of a blind luck stick save by Vasilevsky uh, away from scoring a second goal in the third. Right. Yeah. So so it, to to me that is a little bit true. Like, but also you need to be able to recognize, like, Crosby's playing great, but mm-hmm. he he doesn't have a goal. And it would be nice if he had a goal, and if he keeps playing like this, he's going to score one. Yeah, right? it's, a level of, it's a level of nuance that doesn't lend itself right. to because, between intermission stuff or to, I mean, to frankly, to guys like, to guys like Jeremy Roenick. I mean, that's just not, that's not what his job is. That's not what he's trying to do. Well, he's trying to come out, he's trying to come out with talking Oh, I know that. No, I I mean that's like that sure. that's that's kind of my point with it. Like one of the things you always hear when you talk about like what guys should and shouldn't do based on like their talent level, right? Like um Semyon Varlamov in uh in Colorado, what you know, he was one of the best goalies in the league a few years ago. Uh he had a, an unbelievable season. Does that mean he is a great goalie? No, it means he had a good season, but I wouldn't begrudge right. him winning the, you know, the the Vesna as the best goaltender in the league hmm. because he he had the best goaltending performance of that season, right? Right. And so that like but also at the same time it's okay to go but also he's not this good. Sure. Like he had the best season, but he's not the best goalie in the league. And the one doesn't mean the other, and vice versa. Like, if you have a bad season, if, if for example, Henrik Lundqvist or Steph Curry or, you know, name an elite athlete didn't have a great season, you could go, yeah, he didn't have a great season. 
but he's right. still unbelievable. But he's, but he's but he's still the best. Yeah. So and Sidney, and Sidney Crosby didn't have a great six games, but he's still the best. And yeah. it has nothing to do with it has nothing to do with work ethic. It has nothing to do with you know discipline or whatever. All these things that Jonathan Drouin apparently has. Even even and I'm that's not to knock Duran by the way like he's he, been unbelievable I, he's, been, he's been great and I love him and I think he's a great story but the fact that he is that that, that he was the chosen avatar yeah, he's, he's for, held for, up as for the working hard like work oh my god the, the the irony of that is just is just astounding yeah it, it's it's really like you have to you have to work hard to come up with an an analogy that bad. Um, it's because it's because Julian scored. Like it's it's goldfish memory. Like yeah, he would he was he was the he was the guy that scored in in the previous period. Yeah, it, and if you know if Connor Sheary had been the best player in the game, like <laughs> which which he certainly was not, by the way. No, uh, but but like <laughs> he was he was particularly bad last yeah, night. Yeah, or but, Brian Rust, or like literally yeah. any mediocre player. You like you wouldn't go well. Sidney Crosby needs to try harder, try as hard as Brian Russ does, and it's like, well, mm, yes and no, because on the one hand, like this is just Brian Rust happened to tap in a goal at the goal mouth, right. and but also like Sidney Crosby doesn't need to try as hard as this guy <laughs> to be right. significantly better than him, right? Like Brian Rust is going a hundred and fifteen percent on every shift because if he doesn't. He's not in the NHL lineup. Like that's right. just that's just a matter of what his talent also, level like, is. There was nothing like it would be one thing if if Crosby had just like alligator armed a puck along the boards or or you know just like very obvious stuff like that. That's that what that was not happening. He was right. playing fine. He was playing hard. He was playing you know disciplined and not taking bad penalties and blah blah blah. Like all those all those very obvious things you look for uh, in games like that. You know, there was nothing. There was nothing to suggest. He's he's not above criticism. Crosby's not. No, but of course not. My but God, in that he was, particular game, he pretty much was. Um, he, he he had done right. He's not above criticism, but he had done nothing that should have been criticized. Criticism, yeah, in that particular. Because, but more to the point, like when you watch, and you know, I don't watch a ton of other sports broadcasts like on a regular enough basis that I notice things like this, but. I watched obviously mm-hmm. a lot of hockey and in that game alone Pierre Maguire said that Tampa coming back down to nothing in the first period was the result of them being like more mature this year because if this had happened last year they would have melted down and I'm like yeah but dude like you're saying that about a team that had 108 points in the regular season or whatever it was right. I and you know and- they made the finals last year. They, 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 also, they went to game six of a Stanley Cup final against a Chicago juggernaut. Like, and they also, and they also, by the way, just had a pretty uneven regular season. Right. Like, like you, you didn't quite know what you were getting from the Tampa Bay Lightning so to, on, its, on, so on a day-to-day to basis. Like, so to be like, well, this, this is like a, a maturity issue. And it's like, well, it might just be a, a talent issue where they are one of the more talented teams mm-hmm. in the league. Like, throughout their lineup in much the same way Pittsburgh is where you're like, Oh, there's ta- there's like super talented players on two, three lines of that team. Right. No problem. No, it's, it, I, I think it all, it all sends back to the fact that hockey is, uh, it's hard to explain and it's tough to craft yeah. narratives like that around. And it's easier when you watch basketball or, or whatever to understand the better team wins the vast majority of the time yeah right so so and that doesn't happen in hockey so you need to you need to come up with you need to come up with cause and effect in a situation where uh there is none right (laughs) so so that's when you have the straw grasping that goes on you know particularly on on tv you know there's just not sometimes there doesn't there doesn't need to be an explanation for stuff there doesn't need to be a larger reason Sometimes things just happen, yeah, and that's and, way, and, and that's and that's the way it works in hockey. You know, it doesn't lend itself to to obvious to obvious cause and effect narratives like that. At least, certainly not in a single game, but even not, over like fifty right, games, exactly. Like, exactly. Over the so, course, of- so for like three quarters of a period to have gone by, and Pierre Maguire to be like, "Well, you know what? This is a, a true testament to their maturity." It's like, right, bro. Then- Le- like please, it's yeah, the right. same. And, 
it, and then they got, and then they got, you know, they 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 got their doors blown off in in the third period, yep. and then they lo- and then they lost the game in overtime. So does that mean that they regressed? Like, are they immaturing now? I I don't I don't think so. Yes, no, think, that's exactly th- what it means. Um, you're right. And, and I know. In much the same way right. that like another Pierre Maguire thing that I can't stand is when you know mm. a third line guy scores a nice wrist shot goal, you know for the 15th goal of of the season or whatever. He's like, that's the kind of skill he showed off when he scored 35 as a, as a 20 year old player playing against 17 year olds with Chikudami of the QMJHL. And it's like, it's nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing. Everybody that makes it to the NHL, like even the guys who are awful at the NHL level, are unbelievable hockey players. Like they could, who, who, who definitely dominated it at, at one point. Yeah. Whether you're, the thir- whether you're the 13th forward or whatever. Yeah. Like they were, they were really good at some point. And, and, and maybe it was when they were over when an overage player in juniors or when they were in the ECHL or whatever. Right. They, everybody, everybody was good at some point. Yeah. And if, and you know, when these guys leave the league and they go back to like men's league hockey, right. I'll, I'll give you an example, and by no means am I even a remotely good hockey player. I am really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, when I was in college, I would go down to the to the local rink and play pickup. You know, every couple of every couple of weeks or something like that. Just pay your five bucks, go skate around for an hour, and that's it. Um, mm-hmm. And there was a guy who he was probably in like his mid fifties, I would say. And he played in the AHL, and we all knew he played in the AHL because he still wore all his old Rochester Americans gear, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you can hear, by the way, but there was an ice cream truck going by my house, and I'm oh no, now I, now I want ice cream though. Thanks for telling me. Yeah, I I heard it, and I'm like, man, I could really go for a choco taco. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but, Same, but yeah, so like this dude, 50 years old or or whatever. Um, played in the AHL, you know, I never really, like, I don't really know his name, so I never looked him up or anything like that, but I'm sure he wasn't a, like, great AHL player. The odds that that's true are small, right? Right. And when he was on the ice, you couldn't get the puck away from him. Like, mm-hmm. nobody on the ice, you could double-team him, whatever. You're just not mm-hmm. getting the puck away from him. And that's how good you are to even be a mediocre old guy like a mediocre ahl player who's been out of the game for 20 years like yeah not even like just go go watch go watch go watch a guy who played really good club hockey in in college dick around with 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 some with some with some average beer league guys it's it's gonna it's it's, gonna be ugly honestly like it's the, the the gap is large yeah we had a uh we had a kid play a couple of games for our team um who was like uh you know, twentieth forward on my college's Division One hockey team. Like he never played, and he was his RA was like our goalie or something like that. So, and we were short a guy one night, and he was like, "Yeah, whatever. I'm not really on the team anyway, so I'll show up." And you know, this is a guy who was like a very okay junior A player. Mm-hmm. Like he. Mm-hmm. Like tier two junior A too. Like this isn't a particular like no chance of ever playing any kind of pro hockey. And he dominated this game, right? Oh yeah. And so and so yeah, that's the thing is like, yeah, any literally any good player. Sean Thornton has scored really nice goals. Um Paul Bissonette had an unbelievable one timer that he got off twice oh, yeah. a season. You know right. what I mean? He was he was a third round draft pick. He was a defenseman. He was really good and and you know whatever. Yeah. So things happen. So yeah, that that's always been my thing with like well this guy can, yeah, anybody can score an unbelievable goal. So th- I don't care about that either. Um right. but then the last like base level just like I I'm just cashing a paycheck analysis on NBC uh was Mike Milbury cuz um you know, Pittsburgh's goalie, he's not their starter. Mm. Matt Murray's not their starting goalie. So the appeal, <sighs> the appeal to authority where he gave up two goals in the first period, and they weren't particularly great goals, but they were also mm-hmm. not like, like they were acting like he gave up three, two goals from like center ice. 
Great. You know what I mean? And they're like, you got to get him out of there. I start Mark andre Fleury in the, at the beginning of the second period. I don't even give him a chance to give up a third, oh my blah, God. blah, blah. And I'm just sitting there going like, this kid has like a 940 save percentage. Are we like, have we all not just that. that? Like, did I get a concussion? Not just that. Not just uh, that. Mark andre Fleury hasn't played since March. In months. Yeah. Like March. The, the NCAA tournament was happening last time. Mark andre Fleury right. was in an NHL game. Like, you got he's the nuclear option right now. Like yeah. like you don't you don't like don't go back to him unless Murray truly self-destructs. Not giving up like a borderline goal to Jonathan Duran on a really nice shot. You know, right. like like it, it that that by the way was very funny because it seemed like it, it seemed like people were split down the middle to whether that was a terrible goal for Murray to give up or if it was the greatest shot, you know, of the last 15 years. I'm going to go split down the middle. It was a great shot and eh, he probably could have done better with it, but also I don't super blame him. Nope. So yeah, I know it's crazy. It's crazy, man. It's crazy that, that, that this is, that this continues, uh, continues to happen. And it's so, and it's so exhausting. Yeah. But people were, people were really, people were really ready to turn quickly on Matt Murray. Oh yeah. And it's going to happen again. It's just appeal to authority. Like, Anytime you have a highly paid goalie or a highly paid player of any kind, like it's not going to happen, obviously. But like if Tampa decided, you know, the only guy we can take out of the lineup in place of Steven Stamkos when he's healthy is Jonathan Drewen, and yep. and people were like, "Well, no, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta let him come into the come into the right. thing." Because he's Steven Stamkos, you'd have to be like, but look what Truwin's doing. Second, yeah, I know. No, but, it's it's nuts, man. I mean, it's like I say, it's obviously not a one to one comparison there, but I just can't. I can't wait for Steven Stamkos to score a goal against Mark Andre Fleury in Game Five or whatever. Yeah, this happen. Yeah, so this can happen, and then and then those guys are going to team up and give a scathing review of Ghostbusters 2016. Oh, a thing, I, I don't know why I just thought of this, but my favorite thing about uh, Chance the Rapper this week, uh, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is it, and then we're done, because we're pushing an hour at this point. Um, someone asked him, uh, like he did a Reddit AMA, and someone asked him, like, who are people you want to work with in the future? And the list of people he gave was very wide-ranging, let's say. But the one that like I got so excited about, he said Randy Newman. Dude, oh, holy! I can't believe I can't believe you said that. That there, uh, the one song on on the record. Uh, oh man, which one is it? I don't know. Is it same drugs? Yeah, it's 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 a six yeah. track. I was listening to that like this kind of reminds me of a Randy Newman song. Yeah, a little bit. I am uh, the reason I got excited is I am a huge Randy Newman fan. I love yeah, Randy Newman. He's great. That like, would, I mean, that would, that would be awesome. I have all his albums. I, you know, I've seen him once. I really want to see him again, but he never tours. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the point where last summer he he did a show in upstate New York and I was like, I'll drive 4 hours to that. And then I didn't end up doing it, but that would have been my move. Oh man. Like I love been... Randy Newman. So like just the idea of that got me so excited. Oh, that's gotta that's gotta happen. I I can't I can't believe that uh I can't I can't believe that that, that that's that's actually something he said. That's, he said that's, it, man. That's and great. I even if he was like half joking. I mean, Randy Newman hasn't put out an album since Hearts and Angels in two thousand eight, and mm-hmm. it's a, it, you know he's like at the time I think he was like early sixties maybe, and I was and I was expecting it to not be particularly like him having his fastball and he didn't have his fastball, but it was still like 92 with movement. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure, man. No, I, I, I listened to him. Uh, just the fact that he released sail away and then go to old boys consecutively. That's good old boys is like one of my favorite deeply, records of all deeply time. impressive. Yeah. It's awesome. Like I spent too much money on a first press copy of it on discogs one day. Like right. it, it's, so good to, oh man that's good though one of the one of the like least appreciated songwriters of all time in my opinion i agree with you um, I agree with you. because, no, because man, this, this this has to happen yeah i um man. because like the toy story song is basically the reason why we're all walking around going 
well, Randy Newman's kind of a joke, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, right. In, in the, in the, and here's in the thing, the, uh... bro. You Got a Friend in Me is a great song. Like, it's a really good, oh, all those, quiet, all those songs, short Randy Newman song. All, this, all, all the film score songs that, that he's done, that, that specifically is what, that's what, um, that's what Sam Drogas reminded me of. It wasn't, you know, it didn't remind me of, uh, it didn't remind me of, you know, Redneck Servers right. or something. It, it was, it, it, it reminded me of, you know, the, the score from, you know, uh, like a few, uh, what's it called? Like a league of their own or yes, something. Yeah. How I'm delightful, by the way, to find out that my good friend, Sean Gentili is like me, kind of a Randy Newman super fan. Yeah, that's great. That's great. How I, about and this? I, if, I, if, he I comes, in... if he comes around, like if he does a show, you want to travel to, like, like East coast upper, you know, yeah, yeah, totally. Northeast. Would. you want to travel to a, to a Randy I would, Newman yeah. show? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I, ideally what would happen is that it would be, it would be a Chicago show and we would just go with, 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 uh, with chance. Yes. Oh, that's, that's, pro- that's probably imagine, what should happen. Imagine. Imagine. There we go. Life. It's set. All right. So, I'm, so, I'm so dead do. serious about this. Let's make it happen. Randy Newman. Go on tour. I'm going to check tour dates in a minute. But other than that, I think this is, uh, I think we're over an hour at this point. So we're wasting everybody's time, including our own. It's fine. Yeah, I don't Good. care. I mean, what you know, hockey doesn't start for another 15 minutes. So whatever. Yep. I'll go an extra 15. I'm not going to, but I could. I'm hungry. You could. You could. See, this is, th- this is what I was talking about. You get, you, get, you get Lambert talking about stuff that he likes, like, Dinosaurs and Randy Newman and whatever. Love them both. He's rolling. It's fine. Let's know how happy this boy is. I'm very. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna shut this off and edit it and all that kind of stuff. And then I'm gonna put on my first press copy of Good Old Boys and just have a, a great time about it. Here you go, Marie. One of the great love songs of all time. <laughs> Let's think about it, folks. Goodbye. Bye.